Welcome back to the Rhonda Swan Show. Well, you know, guys, I have had such an amazing day today filming because I was sharing this before. Today's the last day that we're filming in our beautiful studio here in Bali. We have a new one coming. So I have been wanting to bring on some really special people for today because, you know, we're not only talking to authors, we're talking to entrepreneurs, we're really getting the backstory behind the brands. But today I have a really awesome woman that I want you to meet. She's not only a teacher, she's a mentor, a coach, and an entrepreneur with a longing to make change. Her name is Carrie Ann Kedziora. She's the founder of A-Team Accelerator, which helps cleaning businesses scale to six figures. But you're really gonna love this caveat about this lady. Now, while Carrie's successful cleaning business is run by 50 employees, she spends her spare time doing what she loves by helping others overcome obstacles to finding their success, not only in business, but also in life. Now, at first, people might see Carrie as a cleaning business owner, and that's it. However, once you get to know her, you'll start to understand that her purpose is much more than running a cleaning business company. Her focus is on hiring women in need, but also hires people with mental, financial, family, physical, and also personal challenges, empowering them to overcome obstacles through gainful employment. Carrie, I, I just love what you do, and um, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Come on out here. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here uh, with the, the organizer of Women Gone Wild. I mean, how amazing is that? It's like a dream come true, honestly. <laughs> uh, girl, I really appreciate it. You know, and I love, I know the work that you do with women as well. I think, I feel like the more we women together, like take our, what are, we're really good at, but help it bring it into other people's lives. It just makes such a difference, you know? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, all right, let's get into it because, you know, I love this whole, um, you know, conversation, you know, not only own your cleaning company, but you're doing so much with it. You know, you're, you're a perfect example of how a business owner can not only impact the world every day, um, but also really focus on your bottom line and your business. How does this journey um, play a role into you actually hiring and how you, uh, you know, how your hiring practices are within your company? Well, you know, it's, it's quite amazing when I think back to the very first day that my husband and I decided we were going to hire employees. The first thing we did was we sat down and said, what kind of people do we want to hire and what kind of employers do we want to be? Mm -hmm. We really talked about the employers that we had had in our lives that weren't satisfying to us and how we had always been overlooked, even though we were the hard workers who showed up and were there when others weren't. We were always both leaders. And so being a really great employer came before I understood how important it was. Yeah. And once I started to understand the importance of being a great employer, I started to understand that I could impact people's lives and that I could make a change or help people make a change to find whatever it is that they define as their success in their life. And being a cleaning business, nobody really comes to us wanting to stay for 40 years. This isn't a career. This is a place that you're using as a sounding board or a... I guess I'll say sounding board, sorry, to yeah. or like counsel you to your goals. Yeah, yeah. Right? People, students, single moms, people that have other issues going on in life and just need some flexibility. So once I realized that I could help people, I realized that this is what feeds my soul is helping people overcome obstacles. Mm. And 
I realized I could use my cleaning business to do that. Yeah, you know, it's really so, inspiring when people take, you know, like, yeah, like your cleaning business is just the service, but what you do around it is really life impactful. And I wanna, I wanna tap into that because I was really inspired, you know, just reading about how you guys are doing this and 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 why. Like where why did why did you really, you know, many people could just go, okay, it's a business, let's make some money. And you know, you treat people like machines or, you know, run them through the mill. You know, but was there something in your own life that brought you in that someone may have helped you to get you to the point now where you want to give that back? You know, totally. Um, actually, I think it's there was a part of my life where there was a lack of that. I was, uh, you know, a survivor of childhood trauma, an alcoholic for 27 years. And I'm actually next week, seven years sober. Yeah, sister. So, well done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And when I... Uh, came into my new life, the life that I had been dreaming of, a life of sobriety, um, the thought to me was, I really reflected on what had happened in my life and why it took so long to get sober and how I could help other people. When I say overcoming obstacles to their own success, it could be sobriety or it could be getting to school. Some I've helped many people get a driver's license, like who knows what it is. The thing is, is that for a long period of time, I prayed and wished somebody would step in and help me. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. So when I realized that I had the power to step in and help others, I understood that this was my mission. Um, some people don't want the help. Some people aren't ready for the help. But when people are ready for the help and it's very clear that they need a helping hand, I always say a hand up, not a hand out, then I am just so thrilled to be able to help. And, you know, at the end of the day, understanding that I have been able to help somebody through whatever the difficulty is, is so rewarding. Yeah. Especially when I know what it's like to be the person that doesn't have that help. The, you know, and not because I don't think it's because anybody didn't want to help me. I think it's because nobody knew how to help me. And me, when I see somebody who needs help, I will come like barely in there. Like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm going to help. What do you need? Let's start with a job. <laughs> and then we, you know, depending on what the issue is, we will do, um, we will work with our employees to be able to just learn to be able to commit to the job, get out of bed and come to work, work with them in small steps to make them uh, feel the confidence in holding a job and think about their future goals and understand that they actually can have whatever they desire. You know, it's it's really magical. I mean, you've taken, you know, a, a business and a service and you've really turned it into a coaching business, if you will. You know, I mean, that's, um, it's really honorable. You know, when we look at, if we have something that goes on in our life, how do we help others? I mean, that's what we're looking to do, right? Is create a bigger impact on others. Um, do you, so are you actively, also running not only your your business but you're also coaching people i mean is that kind of something that you're adding in for your current business or is that something that you're doing as a separate operations uh, of your other business yes um actively i am a coach so my okay. my cleaning business now runs itself basically or is run by the people that i'm i have employed i work one day a week in my cleaning business that's not to say that is all on one day, might be two hours here and two hours there, but about one day a week on my cleaning business and five days a week is spent on my coaching business because this is what I do for fun. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't have anything, 
I don't have any other other things keeping me busy or taking up my time. Uh, so this is so fun for me. And what I love about it is because of my experience of when I almost lost my business to COVID, mm-hmm. I understand the right. fear and the pain when uh, cleaning business owners come to me and they feel like they're at their wits end. I understand that. And I've actually survived that. So I have the skills and the abilities and, uh, and, the, and I'm crazy enough to do it myself and teach other people how to as well. Well, okay. So yeah, you brought up something really good. So you, right? Like, thank goodness you, or were you already doing your coaching accelerator business? Were you, did you have your cleaning business and your coaching business as well at the same time? Because when COVID hit, like, what did you guys do? I mean, everyone was kind of locked out. Like, how did you get through that? Because this is the part that I really love to hear. It's like, you not only went through hard times when you're, you know, going through uh, alcohol recovery, now you're helping others, but you are also now in a space where your business needed to get into people's homes, <laughs> right? Yeah. How did you guys oh get through that? Oh my goodness. When I look back to that or think back on it, I am still shocked about what transpired. Yeah. I still sometimes can't believe it. But what happened was we were actually sailing along pretty nicely with 21 employees. We were bringing in about 40,000 a month in revenue. And I thought, woohoo. Although I was doing it wrong back then, I'm not going to lie. I was not pricing properly. I should have been doing so much better. Mm. But that's another story, another day. COVID hit and uh, 20 of my 21 employees were gone. Um, And 98% of my revenues were gone. And I was actually in a lease to own uh, situation. I had, it was my first home and I was to sign the dotted line on March 13th to sign for my mortgage. And on the 11th, they called us and said, we're freezing all loans. We, We can't give you this mortgage until September at the earliest. And the Owners of the home refused to extend. So I actually lost my home. I was homeless for three months Oh my God. <laughs> uh, from, from April 1st to July 1st. I didn't actually, I was living in a decrepit trailer, like a fifth wheel trailer that I managed to buy with a little bit of money I had left over. Anyway, it was a, it's a long story, but there was a moment that I just about went back to my healthcare job because of mm. course I could work there. I mean, there was lots of work there. But I said to my husband, should I go back? And he said, is that what you want? And I said, no, I love being a business owner. I, I'm so afraid if I go back to that, I won't come back to this. And he said, then don't find another way. And so I just set out to find another way. We pivoted to vacation rental and commercial cleaning. I got myself a coach and a mentor to help me learn how to get amazing employees. And it really is about the employees. And I just hit go. I just said, we are going to make this work. And, um, and I just, I just did it. I just, I just went and I, it probably is my life of survival that gave me the strength to choose the hard route for my own sake in that moment. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. You brought like kind of a moment for me. Like, I think many of us have these, these either a breaking point or we have this like aha moment. Right. And I know like in the work that you do, not only in your coaching, but with your employees, like most all of us have had that. And when you think about those decisions, let's talk about that. Like when you think about that decision, it could have been really easy for you to go back. I had the same when I, when I, we lost everything in 08, I was a, a corporate executive for a fortune 100 company, you know, when I started my company and, um, I was like, and I had a new baby and we lost everything and it was easy to go back. Mm -hmm. 
but there was that defining moment. Let's talk about like how you felt in those moments and how you really made that decision because it's a harder road. <laughs> it would have been a lot easier. It was. Right? But this is why I think it people, was. the essence of what people need to hear is why the harder road and what becomes of you when you take it. You know, in that moment, I had no idea if it was going to work or not, but I honestly felt like I was at rock bottom and I've been to rock bottom before. And I'll tell you, when you're at rock bottom, the sun is shining. <laughs> There's nowhere to go but up, you know, and that's what I thought. I thought, here I am. Yeah, it seems like the easy path to take that job. But how will that feed my soul? You know, I, I've come so far, I've done so much, and I've been to rock bottom before and I survived it. So what is the harm in just working on this and trying? I shouldn't say trying because it was, I am going to do this. It was a decision. Uh, when I was in that course, they called me Carrie the Conqueror because I, I would make a decision and I would do it. And that's it, no mm -hmm. matter how scary. And there are scary decisions to be made no compromises, you know, and like that, I, especially with maybe some of the people that you work with, I think that that right there alone, just saying there's no, no plan B, no compromises, that alone really shows the true grit of someone if they're willing to not compromise themselves. And, you know, like, why do you think, especially let's say in women, because, you know, I work obviously a lot with women, we, you know, this book and, you know, what do you think, how do you think women can create that no compromise, that like discerning boundary, especially when they have families? Like, how do you do that, right? Like, how do you help your clients get to say, no, 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 that's easier. Like, you know, let's say selling drugs or, you know, doing something that is not so supportive to society isn't the right decision, even though it's gonna bring food to the plate of your children. Like, how do we get to discern that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I'll tell you what I believe. Yeah. What I believe is only believe the things that make you feel good. Mm. If they tell you that what you're doing is bad, don't believe them. Mm. And if they tell you that you're not good enough, don't believe them. Mm. If they say you're doing awesome, even when you feel like you're doing crummy and it's the worst situation possible, that's when you believe them. I am doing awesome in my situation and I will prevail. Just don't believe them when they say the nasty, dirty, ugly things to you because they are wrong. They are pulling you down. Yeah, and I hear I really, the, the, yeah, yeah, you hear this they, right? Like, and that there is a they. It's a they mm -hmm. around us. It's either on our shoulder. It's that, you know, our parents from back in the day that said things, or it's it is those that are around us. And you know, that's um, when we when we look at the moment in time when we can look back, let's say on our last deathbed, you don't remember those things, do you? Mm -hmm. You don't remember yeah, what I people bet you. said. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, uh, there. there's a lot of stuff that's happened in my life, a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of, and it's actually something I had to face on this yeah. journey, is that someday, some, I, I plan to be gigantic. I plan to be on stages. I plan to be in people's faces. And someday somebody's going to come and they're going to tell a story about me that's true. Mm. And I've already decided when that day comes, I will stand up and say, yes, I did that. And I learned from it and I'm different. And that's the thing to always remember. 
that you can make mistakes and still be this amazing person that you really are on the inside. Yeah, that's, that's big advice. But you know, I want to say something to you because you already are, right? You're already on stages. You're already that person. And that's, I think that it's like, I was watching a, um, I don't know, it was like a reel or something today. And it was, um, I for, even forget his name. He's the lead of Signs of the Lambs. He's the guy, like the Hannibal Lecter guy. I forget his name, but he's an yeah. awesome actor. And he was like, it's all about belief. If you actually believe who you are, that you're none of those things, you believe that you deserve, you are deserving and you have belief, stay in the belief zone. Because the moment that, you know, uncertain, and you said this really well, like, just know and believe it. Don't listen to them because every one of us, this is the greatest part about life. Every one of us can be a different person tomorrow. Like you could be a jerk today and just choose to be an awesome, happy contributor tomorrow. And that's a big message for those that are maybe struggling and you know, certain times of their life or they've maybe mad, made bad decisions. Hell, we made a massive bad decision. We lost everything, new baby. Oh my God, like why did we invest in all this? but we are the ones that did it. And so let's talk about that radical, personal, like self-responsibility. Because I think you mm -hmm. probably get that, like being, you know, someone that's gone through what you've gone through now where you are, was there a difference between who you were then and who you are now when it comes to personal responsibility? I think absolutely. You know, nobody's ever asked me a question like this. So you really got me, got no, me taking it's good. I know, I'm sorry, and I always trip you up, but it's like, like those moments where we take responsibility and say, oh my God, I did all that. It wasn't them, right. it wasn't this, it wasn't my mom, it wasn't the, 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 the card that was dealt to me. Like, this is my decision. My daughter always talks about this. She tells me that she was talking to my uncle who's, who's like a father to me because I lost my father young. Mm -hmm. And she said, Uncle Glenn said, that you get to a point in your life where you stop blaming everybody around you for what's happened and mm. you start understanding that you have control and this is your choice. You're no longer uh, living as a victim. You're yes. now owning it and that is your day of reckoning. And he said it comes to, for some people when they're young and some people, they die without having their day of reckoning. And he said to her, I hope you find your day of reckoning. And mm. she did very soon after that. And she brings that story up all the time. She says, that was the defining moment. And I thought, this man essentially raised me. This is probably where I got these deep-seated beliefs in myself. I bet you he was whispering that stuff in my ear without me noticing it, yeah, you know? right. And when it comes to taking responsibility, that was the day that I was leaving treatment when I finally got sober. Oh, we were told to make two promises and live by those promises for the rest of our life. So my two promises were that I would never, ever again tell a lie. Because the truth is, when you're in addiction, you're lying to yourself every day, mm. let alone the lies you tell to get what you need. The second was that I would spend my life helping other people. And those two promises, when things get bad and I want to be selfish, you know, when I'm crying my little pity party because I have everything that I've been asking for, and sometimes it's hard, I remember those two promises, and those two promises mm. take me forward. Mm. So I really do believe in those 28 days in treatment. That was when the change happened, but the change was brewing for so many years that I was just ready to do it. So it was another decide and conquer moment for me. So good. I, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I experienced, I mean, my, I have a history of addiction. My father was a drug addict and, you know, a lot of alcohol in my family. And, you know, it's like, you can choose. Like I chose very drastic opposite way, but you know, I still, it's still though, there's still an addictive personality there depending, no matter what it is. And so self-awareness is everything. Like being so aware of like what those weakness and weak points are. And I think that's why, you know, like in your coaching accelerator program, it's like, I'm sure the, your coaches or your um, clients, they're, they hit those moments and having someone like you that has done it and help them get through it. Is there moments in time where you can rem remember or how you help a client like go from tipping over the edge? Yes. You know, oh, it just happened very recently with one of my clients where she was almost having a pity party for herself. And mm -hmm. we all get to have pity parties now and then, but sometimes somebody's got to jolt you out of it. <laughs> yeah. And this one day I just said to her, I have to stop you right now and I have to do my job. And my job is to tell you that you need to stop thinking that way. You need to start thinking positive. And I went into the whole spiel mm -hmm. and I got really quite frank with her. And I, in the inside, I was cringing a little because kindness is my thing. And when I have to uh, break somebody's pattern and tell them the truth when it's not a nice truth, that's hard for me, but I realize it's my job. Mm. And with her, at the end of it, I said, I am really sorry. I think you're a wonderful person and I do not mean to tear you down, but I need you to understand that you need to change your thinking. And she just stopped. She said, you are so right. Thank you so much. I was just so stuck mm -hmm. in my head that I forgot that I actually have it good. And then she continued for three days to thank me on social media messages. And it was amazing because it's one of those moments where I realized that the things that I have uh, learned in my life really can help other people. Mm. We all have moments of imposter syndrome. I think it won't matter how confident you yeah. become you're still always going to have those moments mm -hmm. and in those moments to be able to pull on like my natural ability to get through to people and help people see things from a different point really serves me well. Yeah. Especially when I have to do the ugly. Like, yeah. I hate right. To do the ugly. But that, that's like the hard truth though is it is what people need to see. And I, I really appreciate that because you took that promise that you made the day you're leaving the treatment center and said, I'm going to commit myself to helping others. And, and now you're living that out. And it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's so honorable. And, you know, I love meeting and, and, and seeing other women that are making a difference, changing your own life. Like we are our best, we are the best example and the best mirror for those yeah. that we want to help, you know, and if we can say that we can mess up every day, but still wake up and say, Nope, changing it today, then, you know, we're better off than we were, you know, yesterday or the moment, you know, that maybe someone else needs to see that too. So I, um, I really, really appreciate you so much, Carrie. Um, can you share with everyone a bit how, how they can learn more about your coaching program, your accelerator program, what, what is next for you? Because I know you want to be on more stages. Here we are on this stage. Um, <laughs> let's call it out, like say, okay, this is what I want next. This is so exciting to be on this stage. I'm just so excited to talk to you. Um, I keep sitting here thinking, wow, I'm really, I'm really talking to her right now. This is amazing. But um, yeah, to get in touch with me, you know, the easiest, simplest way is Facebook, just mm -hmm. to look me up under Carrie Ann Kedziora. 
and uh, send me a message and I will tell you anything. I'll get you links to my program and testimonials uh, and other other stages I've been on. Um, yeah. That is really the way that I primarily connect with people mm -hmm. is through Facebook. You can always uh, email me at atmaccelerator.com. No, atmaccelerator at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> a little bit nervous here. Ah, yeah, I'll come on. We all are. Every day I'm like, okay, I'm on this. I have to host this. I have to ask the right questions. <laughs> I I believe that I need to be a little bit of nervous to keep myself humble. Like I totally I, I don't I don't always got it and that's okay. Yeah, so <laughs> that's probably the best thing that we could hear today. You know, like we don't always like have it. And that's actually okay too. And 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 being humble and real and authentic is what we need on this social media platform. That's like right. come on. That's right. You know, like yes. let's just be real here. Um, so mm -hmm. is there a website too? Is it a, is it uh, a team? No, the, the website right now is being refurbished. So okay. I've scrapped it all together and we're starting again because that's from two years ago uh, when I really had no clue what I was doing, to be honest. I love that. It's the best. It's the great, but it's the greatest stretch ever. Yeah. Let us know. We can always help, you know, our PR and branding Thanks. firm. That's what we do too. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah. And for the future, for the future of A-Team Accelerator, it is simply we're just going to stay the course and keep helping pe yeah. people. We want to help cleaning business owners um, expand and grow their businesses, especially cleaning business owners who are feeling like imposters or who are feeling like they can't possibly make the next step or don't know what the next step is. That's my specialty. Overcoming obstacles is what I've spent my life doing. So it. that's the next step. And as far as stages, um, you know, getting in front of people, I, I just imagine that someday, someday Tony Robbins is going to invite me to talk on his stage. And maybe, maybe someday I'll work with Grant Cardone. You never know Russell Brunson while I'm in his, I'm in his click funnels. I'm up there for that uh, two comma club award. So nice. that's what I'm doing. I'm just, I just want to help more people. And in order to do that, they need to know that I exist. That's it. And you know, I, they're all very good friends of mine. Russell Brunson is, I was in his book, The 30 Day Challenge. I was one of his 30 authors. And I tell you, I had to get inside, right? To be there, be part of his courses. So he got to know me, right? And when they get to know you, then they hear what your vision is. Like you just shared your vision to the world, to me right now. Now, boom, it's out there. It's in the quantum field, up for the grabbing. Yeah. And it's interesting, yeah. I'm gonna give you a, um, I just interviewed an amazing woman her company's called Podcast Connector, uh, Jennifer Longmore, and she is she will help you and any you know you meet anyone that you know get on really high level podcasts to keep getting your message out there. And I think that's the best possible way. So right there, you just said it. Now I can make some big that's, connections. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing because I do believe that she just I do believe I got a message from her yesterday or the day before. You're kidding me. And I, and I thought, oh, maybe I should, maybe I haven't done any podcasts in a while. Maybe I should see what this is about. Sure enough. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty she was, sure. I just interviewed yeah. her on the show and she's yeah, a partner amazing. of mine. She's, I can't wait to see that. She's our, you know, our partner. We, we, we recommend because that's really the next step. It's like, how do you want to get our message out there? Get in front, get in front, get in front and be there consistently. So Carrie Ann, thank you so much for all the work that you do and the love that you put into your work. Um, super excited to, uh, yeah, to stay connected and to, you know, watch the developments of where you're going and who knows, maybe you could be one of the authors in our book. We've got another book coming up. That would be amazing. Time. Yes. <laughs> it would be amazing. It. Yeah, I'm excited about the future. And um, yeah, I, 
I can't wait to work with you more. Yeah, let's do it. All right, darling. Thank you so much. Well, everyone, there you go. It's about personal self-responsibility, but recognizing and discerning between making the easy route or making the route that allows you to leave more impact and to grow into a greater person than you already are. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We look forward to seeing you in the next one. Don't forget to be unstoppable and stay wild. We'll see you next time.